Thanks to Esquire magazine, there truly is no better way to gauge how twisted they say our 2020 brains are than to look at the memes we've used to define our year. And there are a lot of them out there. And one of my favorites, and maybe because my beautiful son has struggled in fourth grade math this year, and so has his dad trying to help him. But one of my favorites Quick, six is times this one. Nine. 54. Hey, you are the w- lucky winner. See if you can answer this one, though. Okay. If 2020 was a math problem, if you're going down a river at two miles per hour and your canoe loses a wheel, <laughs> how much pancake mix would you need to reshingle your roof? <laughs> <laughs> that true. pretty much sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a total brain scramble uh, right? yeah i i lost you at the pancake mix i think that is definitely my go-to 2020 meme that's for a lot of different reasons because it makes zero sense of course is that the answer zero i think it is 2020 equals zero yeah okay well not totally let's not lose all hope mathematically it's not accurate Well, happy New Year's Eve, everybody from Hyphenated Life. We're just over here trying to console each other and lick our 2020 wounds, and we can't get to 2021 fast enough, right? Hope springs eternal. It's been a long year, Andrew, for sure, with a lot of just major milestones of every kind, every shape, every size. Um we're sitting here, you know, less one day to go till 2020 is officially in the rear view mirror. Obviously, it's just, it's just a mile marker. It's like getting to 500 home runs in baseball. I know some people think that's pretty meaningful, but is it really that much more impressive than 499 runs? I don't know. Could be debatable. You have your Rockies hat, Colorado Rockies hat on today. Um, but... I think that 2021 will be a very different year than 2020. And uh, so we're here today kind of looking back on the year that was 2020 um, for us, for humanity, for Andrew, for David, for uh, Pine Street Church, for Hyphenated Life. Hyphenated Life was born this year just a few months ago. Um, It was, you know, in utero, uh, in gestation, you know, growing all its critical organs and everything for for quite some time before that but um this year it for us something to really really look back on in a in a really amazing kind of way is that this podcast was born um back in mid-october we released our first episode and and haven't stopped since we've had something come out every thursday and here we are in the last thursday of the year the last day of the year releasing the last episode of season one of hyphenated life. And I, for one, couldn't be happier. Couldn't be more grateful. Andrew, for you, um, for our producer, Phil Norman, for our executive producer, Alexi Molden. Yes. For, you know, various other folks who have helped, uh, steer the ship along the way. It's, uh, it's such an amazing thing and something I think that, I will always look back on 2020 as a fond, as a wonderful, I look back fondly and it's a wonderful thing that uh, we've been able to accomplish here. And, uh, and now we have 2021 with one season, you know, in the bag, 
our shoes are broken in. We're ready to uh, continue on this journey, um, looking ahead to 2021. And obviously, this pandemic has been all-encompassing. It's it's uh, infected everything, not just virally, the virus infecting our bodies and our loved ones and, and, and that, but it's, it's in everything in our lives, top to bottom. Um, and we have this, uh, new horizon, so to speak of 2021, the vaccines are on the way to save the day. And, uh, we will be turning a corner, um, at some point this year, things are going to be very different this time and this day next year. And, you know, I'm mentioning how much I'm I'm grateful for and proud of hyphenated life and everything we've done. But there's also, I think, you know, there, there was a lot of discussion early on in the pandemic about the idea that could there be any good that comes from this, from this great pause, um, a return to simplicity, you know, a focus on our life at home rather than our life at right. work. Yeah. Um, you know, what has this pandemic brought to light, you know, all of our nation's children are going to school on a video conferencing meeting. Oh man! Um, you know what? What does that mean? Like, what does that like put in your face? Maybe a little bit more. Like, how critical having access to the internet is for the well-being of our children. If you don't have the internet, you can't go to school now, and you can't go to school. You're left behind. Um, that type of lasting impact is is wild but maybe what this does is is put a magnifying glass on some of these things and enable us to to really try harder and to do better to do our best um and sometimes you need that magnifying glass to help you kind of realize where where your shortfalls are culturally individually and so i i'm hopeful that in the end there is an opportunity to be better on the other side of this right I love that sense of optimism and hope. Uh, you know, as you're talking about this, I certainly, as a parent, am thinking about how crazy-making it has been so much of this year to manage work and parenting, homeschooling with kids in different grades and different aptitudes and all of that. But I'm thinking, too, today, if there are teachers that are listening on this New Year's Eve or whenever you're listening to this, we are so grateful for you and I keep thinking about Pete Buttigieg, who was just named, well, nominated for a transportation secretary in this incoming Biden administration, uh, who once said, you know, this, this past campaign season that teachers ought to be honored like soldiers and paid like doctors. And um, I thought that was such a great way to summarize how essential and how amazing teachers have been during this crazy season, during this bat crap crazy season. Um, and I'm so grateful as a parent for them, but also thinking about some of the inequities that have been exposed in our education system. Fortunately, we live in a state, Colorado, where I believe 90% of households have access to high-speed internet. That's fairly extraordinary. And we still have a long way to go in our state, but thinking about families that don't, and how hard this has been, and, and families who are working multiple jobs that don't have the luxury of being at home with their with their kids, you know, during this online learning season, um, our hearts not just go out to them, but what do we do in our society to bridge those inequities, to make that gap, to make that hyphen space in terms of racial and economic uh, 
inequality less or so. Um, so, so many things that, that are brought to bear this year. Certainly, it's been a bleak year, and I, I know that's been the case for so many of us, and we wonder not just about how that's going to impact our children's academic progress or regression, however you want to look at it. But, you know, taking time, as you said, that great pause, capital G, capital P, of asking ourselves those big questions. Who do I want to be? What do I want my life to be about? And what has this time, if we can see it as a gift, you know, it's we can't be thankful for everything. I don't think we could say we can be thankful for a global pandemic in 2020, but we can be grateful in all things, as the great St. Paul once put it. And there's some nuance in that. So what are the gifts of such a bleak and hard and difficult year? Uh, what can we use for good going forward? And some of those big questions that we ask ourselves personally, that we ought to be asking ourselves socially in terms of racial and economic justice in our world, we can be better and we will be better and we can do better and we will. And I think that's part of the promise. You know, there's nothing magical about turning the calendar right of of January 1, but there's something about having a clean slate, even if no matter how artificial it is in terms of the of the calendar date, we always have the chance to begin again and to start afresh. Um, and for a lot of folks during this time of year, I don't know uh, if those of you who are listening are New Year's resolution people, uh, New Year's resolutions people, <laughs> but if you are, go for it. And if you're not, uh, it's okay, too. Uh, we have a chance, though, to start collectively uh, moving toward hopefully what will be a post-pandemic era and to be better human beings because of it uh, going forward, despite all the hardship that everyone's endured this year on all sorts of different levels. So as we look ahead to all of these new beginnings, these new opportunities to be better, uh, we're we're closing the the book on chapter one of hyphenated life season one is in the bag and we have been working behind the scenes here planning for season two for several months now actually we've got uh awesome awesome lineup of guests that i think all of the listeners out there are going to really really enjoy and and have opportunity to grow and be inspired from um, and that, that is looking ahead. That is basically the theme of our second season, recognizing what's on the horizon is the new horizon. And so we're, we're looking ahead to what is, what opportunities exist out there? What are people doing? Who, who are shaking the trees and doing good work on the other side of all of this? Um, because there are those opportunities and people are doing it. And we want to we want to share that with you. We want to learn about it ourselves. So season two of Hyphenated Life will will begin um, early February. We're going to take the month of January off from releasing episodes. So you can uh, put it on your calendar. First Thursday of February, February 4th, Hyphenated Life season two will begin. And um, it's going to be... It's going to be an exciting, hopeful, and inspirational season for us, and we hope for you as well. And thank you all for being on this exciting ride with us. For sure. Thanks to all of you who have been so gracious to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and you can find us, too, at hyphenatedlife.org. But thank you to all of you listening who have been our core supporters here in the early going. 
Uh, in inning one, I'm a baseball fan, so we just finished the first inning, let's say. Uh, but we're so grateful for all of you who have become uh, fans and followers of Hyphenated Life for your thoughtful responses. Uh, and we welcome uh, your responses and how we can improve this podcast as we take a next step into the second inning, season two of Hyphenated Life. And we also especially want to thank all of our season one guests to Jonathan Lee Walton and Bill Leonard from Wake Forest, to David Plazas from the Tennessean in Nashville, to Susan Woodward Springer, priest and a wonderful friend of the podcast here in Boulder, Colorado, to Liz Meyer Bolton of the Salt Project, to George Mason, Wilshire Baptist Church, Dallas, to Holly Holman of BJC. Am I leaving out anybody? Waverly Matthews. Yes, Waver- our very own Waverly Matthews here from Pine Street Church. Uh, who leads Art Brunch on Sunday for our congregation and the Wema Art Asylum. Uh, Waverly, thank you. It's been a great season one, a great beginning, uh, organic build, and thanks to all of you for listening and supporting us. We are grateful, and let's do more of this. Yes, keep living in the hyphen. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Ha, 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 ha.